to another episode of the Cajun Conservative, where I talk about life, I talk about liberty, and yes, I talk about the pursuit of happiness, and to show the world that yes, Cajuns have intelligence, more intelligent than the average Democrat, I'm just saying. Man, what a week, guys. Look, from the, I'm going to be honest with you. From the last second of the, of the recording last week, I just had news stories. This has been a busy week, and it's all surrounding Afghanistan and President Biden. And, hey, look, I am sh- I'm shocked, folks. I'm really shocked this week because the media... The left-wing media is somewhat doing their job. Because you see, back in the day, folks, journalism used to be where journalists would look for the truth. No matter what, they would try to find the truth. And it didn't matter who it was. They were going to go ahead and print the story. Or they were going to go ahead and, you know, that's what made... um, Have you ever saw the film All the President's Men? About Richard Nixon. You know, that was done. You know, they used to have some credibility. The Washington Post. And they they started off the investigation for Richard Nixon. And his scandals of, you know, Watergate. But journalism today, and I'm going to quote Sean Hannity on that. Journalism is dead, as they say. But I'm shocked. It, 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 it got a little bit of life. That life support that people have been trying to tell the media, please... Do your job. It has happened this week, and I'm so proud. But next week, I'm probably going to bash him because they're going to do something stupid and try to protect Biden, and it's just going to go ahead and go down into the toilet. So we're, let's just see what happens with that. But we, like I said, it's just I'm going to mention that later on again. I, you know, I let the cat out the bag on that one. But I'm just I just want you to know that. The Cajun conservative wasn't the only one exposing lies, apparently, this week. It was even the left-wing media, like I said. It's just amazing. But look, before I get get deep into the roots right here, if you have not yet, please hit that subscribe button. It helps out more than you know. Um, go ahead and share with a friend. Look, I don't ask this too much, but go ahead and share this episode on your YouTube account. Or, I'm not YouTube, uh, your Facebook account or you know, go text it out to a friend. Say, hey, I got a real good buddy of mine. Or, hey, this is somebody I listen to, and they, they, they got some knowledge. They got some understanding. I know I'm biased. I'm talking about myself. But, hey, you know, put that in a text. Might catch somebody's ear. And go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Like I said, it helps out more than you know. Go on Facebook. I'm on Facebook at the Cajun Conservative um, Show on Facebook. Go ahead and like the page. Go ahead and share the page. Conservative Assembles. If you have not yet joined the Conservative Assembles page, Please go and it go ask to join that group. I have some questions on there. You answer the questions correctly. You have an automatic ticket into the Cajun, uh, the, the conservative assembles page and real neat page. Uh, me, Lauren Collins, Scott Ford, my boy, Nate Savage and Culper's canteen cup. All the people that I'm affiliated with have joined the group. And they share their shows. And that's what it's about for us to start to have a little community to talk about what we can do to help this republic that we have. So go ahead and check it out. Last week, I went ahead and did a Facebook Live while I was uh, uh, doing the show. I'm not doing that tonight and probably not next week. There's some new technology we're working on. We're trying to get you all to see me. I don't know why nobody wants. I don't know why people want to see me, but 
Some people have asked me to go on YouTube and all that. So we're gonna we're working on that, folks. We're working on that. We we got some new technology. We all working on. We got some cameras and over my pay grade. That's why you know, my brother's just searching the other podcast that I'm part of. We got LB for that. LB does a great job, and shout out to him. Whoa, he's you know. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. He's in the studio with me right now, but he's not on a mic. He's doing some editing stuff. And, you know, I, a while ago, I went and asked him, hey, what you doing that? And he just told me. I was like, all right, that's you. So I'm just going to leave that alone right there. So great job, LB. I'm just letting you know. All right. So as I said, this, you know, I'm going to recap of what, what happened last week. The last episode that I did was the fall of Afghanistan. And that's what the, the first topic was about. And normally I don't name... I pick one of the segments that I, I see is most um, most eye-catching, you could say, and I title it after that. And I'm just, you know, I, I titled it that way because last week, well, a couple of weeks ago, we had President Biden say he was doing a withdrawal. Also, news reporters asked him, well, what's going to happen if the Taliban takes over? And Biden gave this, this long explanation saying, listen, we got 300,000 Afghanian troops. That take care of the country. They only got seventy five thousand Taliban. So, um, 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 you know, he had to do it to all the moms. We are going to go ahead, and uh, we we it's very unlikely that Afghanistan is going to fall. Well, we go on to last Friday. We hear that the Taliban's about to raid the capital of Afghanistan, Kabul. By Sunday, while while the president was drinking cocktails and talking with his family at Camp David's. We had the Taliban take over Afghanistan. They, they took over the capital. They had the president fly off. Earlier this week, I saw, I think it was Wednesday, that, that president, the, the president of Afghanistan went to a foreign country with millions and millions of dollars. It was debunked later on, but I was thinking to myself, it wouldn't surprise me. Hey, he had to take something for his trouble. But he left. The army told the Taliban, come on in. We welcome you with open arms. The Taliban ransacked the, uh, the presidential palace. They ransacked our embassy. There is a cool photo out there, folks, of a, mil- uh, of a Marine gripping on to the flag that flew from our, uh, our, um, our embassy in Afghanistan. We spent millions upon millions of dollars putting this uh, embassy together so... They can have, a, 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 America can go ahead and have an influence there. But unfortunately, every ounce of influence we had in Afghanistan apparently is wiped out. Except if they respect our military, which I'm going to explain in a, little, in a little while. So after the show, after I went ahead and record the show, which I'm not going to lie to you guys. I record this on a Sunday afternoon and I try to get it out on Mondays, which has worked so far. So at the end of recording this episode and doing the live stream, we just had, we started having articles come out and we had the white house starting to say, well, the president don't want to come back from camp David just yet. See, he's having too much fun apparently. So what we're going to do is we're going to, he's going to address this issue in a couple of days. And I'm scratching my head. Wait a minute. The commander in chief, the one that goes ahead and has the nuclear codes in case we go to war is in Camp Davis having fun. And I mentioned this last week. It was bizarre that the president didn't come back right away. You know, we've been in war for 20 years in Afghanistan. You know, something happens there. You should come come back. 
But on Monday, we started hearing how they had the evacuations of Americans and Afghan allies and interpreters and all them people that are trying to get out. And they went to the Kabul uh, air, air, uh, uh, airport and people ransacked the airport. Why? Because Americans were taking their jets and taking their people home. These people fear the Taliban so much that they ransacked the the airport. And they wanted to go ahead and jump on this plane. Folks, there's images out there, and it's, it's, it's gut-wrenching to see this. But there's people that are trying to grab these planes and say, No, I'm not, I'm, I want to go with y'all. See, folks, and this is this is what brings that this nation's bad to a whole. People say this nation's bad, it's cruel, and it's evil. Just think about this, you left-wing nut that's listening, if you are listening to this program. People hate this country so much that they're going to try to climb on a plane, and it's going to go up thousands of feet in the air, and they're going to die from, for, they, they can't breathe, and they're going to let go, which had happened. A plane was taken off, and two individuals fell to their death. Also, they looked at one of the engines of the C-7s and there was body parts in there because somebody cr- tried to climb into the engine compartment. My God, folks, America's so bad that Afghan citizens are trying to jump on planes to get here to be free. I can't stand when somebody says, hey, America's evil, America's racist, America's this, but we have people in other countries trying to climb on a plane. You know how hard it was? I've seen every video. That somebody sent me. They are they, this plane was taken off, and one young boy was seventeen year old. A seventeen year old jumped on the plane to leave Afghanistan because he did not want to deal with the Taliban, and he fell to his death. But the president is that kept David. He has to have his vacation. That's what. Made me upset about it. Now, like I said, the media started doing their job. They're asking, where is the commander-in-chief? Where is President Obama? Where's President Biden? You know what President Biden was doing? Drinking a cocktail at Camp Davis. Now, there is a picture out there, folks. I forgot. Showing him talking to his military people at Camp Davis. Now, after the White House came out and said, hey, we're not going to tell you anything until a couple of days after his vacation. They reached out to Jane Psaki. Or Peppermint Patty, as some of the news commentators call her. She sent back an email to Fox News. Don't call, don't talk to me. Don't call me this week. I'm on a pre-planned vacation. They got shamed of coming back, folks. That's the only reason why Biden came back on Monday, by the way. He did this long speech blaming everybody except himself, which we're about to get into. And Jane Psaki, all of a sudden, oh, my vacation. The president apparently had her cell phone number, so she came back out of shame. The president had a news conference on Monday. Now, this all happened with Monday. We we're talking about the airport. Even the Taliban stopped the plane. They stopped a section of it, which Ben Soprano said, uh, uh, yeah, Dan, Dan Bongino, correction, Dan Bongino said that. It's kind of funny how they only stopped the part of the airplane, uh, of the, the airway, the landing strip. That plane is so big, it needs every mile of that, land, that, that airstrip. But people in the Taliban stopped it right before the end. And a good point. We did have a naval base out there. We did have an air base out there where all our planes had plenty of room. We could fly two, three, five planes probably at the same time. We don't know. But you know what our president did? And that's what I'm seeing the incompetence of this president. I'm seeing it this week. This president said, I'm going to give it to the Afghan citizens. You know that? You know what happened? The Taliban said, thank you. 
Because there, there's reports coming out this week. They got planes. They got guns. They got army person, uh, army carriers. They got all our equipment that we went over there with, folks. This president did not think about this. No, he wanted a political win. Because in that speech, he blamed Trump. This is what he said. The pro- And he named Trump. Trump went ahead and made a deal, and we had to commit to it. Really? Well, if you have to commit to plans that President Trump did, I wish he would have kept the plan to the border wall and build the wall. I wish he would have keep protecting our borders. If that was the case, they made an agreement with the Keystone Pipeline, but he canceled that. Also, he didn't do what President Trump was doing. President Trump went on Sean Hannity later, uh, early in the week, and he said, this was my plan. We made the Taliban squirm because we gave them, we gave them uh, options that they could not refuse. We were going to take out all the individuals that were there, American and non-Americans, the Afghan people that helped us out. Then we were going to take out our, our, uh, our equipment. Then we were going to take out the troops and possibly leave a little bit there. No, Biden trying to be big and bad and better than Trump said, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to take out the troops and hope nothing happens. Folks, prior to that, they knew uh, that the capital of Afghanistan was going to fall. They knew Afghanistan was going to go back to the Taliban. But instead of making a a, a plan that was going to help them people out there, Biden, we didn't take them out because that's not all. We're going to get into some more in a second. He blamed President Trump. I don't blame President Trump. President Trump is not the commander in chief right now. And everybody that's left wing and, and or Democrat says, oh, Isaac, that, that's because of Trump. You're not going to blame Trump. Really? You wouldn't have blamed Trump if this was his situation? Oh, look how bad he's doing that. He's the commander in chief. Now, Biden, now people started calling Biden out on that. So Biden also said it covered his tracks. He said it was the Afghan government, folks, that did this. The Afghan government did this because they didn't protect their capital. They didn't go ahead and. Folks, we gave them. I agree one thing with the president. We did give them every opportunity. The problem is not giving them the opportunity to govern themselves. It's how we pulled out. Every conservative, every Democrat, every person in this in this state, in the United States, agree that we should get out of Afghanistan. We should have done it right. The incompetence of this withdrawal is phenomenal. Now, this is this Monday. On Tuesday and Wednesday, we had reports that, like I said, the media was doing their job. I got to give them credit. Some were. But they start asking questions. Well, uh, we all get every American out of there. Jane Saki said, I think on Wednesday said, we cannot guarantee that. <gasps> Wait, we're going to leave Americans there? That brought backlash. We also started hearing the Taliban starting to say, well, we want to be a peaceful and loving government. So we're going to let people like women study. We're going to let women do that. But when they ask them, well, what law are you going to go with? The Sharia law. They spoke out two. They spoke both ends out of their mouth, folks. Sharia law says you cannot have a woman in government. A woman got to hide her face. I wonder where all the women's rights people are. Because according to Biden, we got to make sure that they, they, they go according. I love when he whispers. You notice when he whispers, that means he's trying to get a good point across. You know, we, it's about human rights now. That's how he was doing in that interview. He went with George Stepalopoulos. And I'm, like I said, George Stepalopoulos did, you know, a really good job of grilling him. But but all these and look that's when all these things are there. Look, I have ministry friends, not ministry friends, but ministry news networks that are constantly emailing emailing me. My email box is full of stories about 
ministries cannot find their pastors in Afghanistan. There, there's, there's, there's rumors and it's been proven. In fact, there's videos out there that show that the Taliban is going door to door asking that they work for the United States. Folks, the Taliban is threatening lives while Biden goes to Camp David's. Now, this weekend, he was supposed to have another uh, vacation. Now, look, don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address this in a second. But right now, look, Trump played golf and Obama played golf. But I do not remember when a crisis happened that Obama and Trump, we're going to stay on vacation. They came back and they did their job. Not like this president took naps probably in Camp David. But going on, they couldn't guarantee the safeties of American people. Also, they're saying the Taliban wants to work with people and they want they, they want to help people out. But they're going ahead, debt to America. I watched one CNN uh, news reporter. It was funny. She goes ahead and they were talking in Arabic or whatever they talk in. And they said, debt to America. And she said, she said, they just try to debt to America and very friendly. I don't know why. That sounds kind of weird. Ma'am, I don't care. They, they, were, they were singing jingle bells while saying it. It is wrong. They want to kill Americans. They want to find people that helped Americans because according to them, we're infidels. And we, we, got, we got to die because we do not believe in the ways of Mohammed. That is the Taliban. My good friend, Lauren Collins, sent me a video the other day, and it was gut-wrenching. It was hard. It, 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 it's hard to watch. Afghanian people being beat up in the streets. Our president on Friday had to address issues saying, yes, we're going to take out Americans, but Saturday they come out and they say, well, we don't know if we're about to take them all out. They, 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 they had the runway blocked. They finally cleared. They sent, there's a video out there, and I have it on my Facebook page, of a man handing his daughter over raising wire to Marines that were sent, and they took this baby and they had to put her over lines. I found out later on the dad was found. Thank goodness. But the baby was crying. These people are trying to get away from the Taliban. People that helped us. And our president isn't sure. Now, he, like I said, he came on Friday. We will take everybody out. But if he would have did his job before, folks, it, this would have never happened. Folks, this what angers me. Biden wants to blame everybody else except him. It's the, the Afghanian people. It's, the pre, it's President Trump. While there's videos, like I said, of people getting beaten out there. Folks, this withdrawal shows the incompatibleness of President Biden. Folks, and I don't usually say this, and y'all know how I feel about the election. But I know 81 million people did not vote this joker into office. And our country is in trouble. Like I said, it, 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 and look, I'm going to talk about impeaching Biden. I've been hearing that all this week, and I, I had a show, uh, something planned way before this, and I think it's the perfect time to come out and say what I'm about to say in the next segment. But Biden has ruined the American we, America we knew. Trump gave us independence, all independence, protect our borders. You notice how it's funny how Trump was in there. We had the lowest border crossings ever. We got the highest now. 
And look, folks, if you cannot see the incompetence of this president through this withdrawal, and look, I didn't mention everything I was going to mention this about this week. It is sad what's going on. Look, the Taliban has our weapons. If they ever fight us, they're fighting us with our weapons that we paid for. See, Trump had a smart, a smart way of deploying, uh, uh, taking us out of Afghanistan. But because of political, or because of a political win and saying, hey, I took us out of Afghanistan because one of those points right now, Biden isn't, Biden isn't, Biden's plans ain't going. H.R. 1 failed through filibuster. H.R. 5 failed. This infrastructure bill that he's all bragging about is stalling in Congress because Nancy Pelosi wants the 3.5 and there's Democrats are saying they're not going to vote for it. In the Senate, Joe Manchin is saying he's not going to vote for the 3.5 because there's error. Biden is failing, folks. The Democrats are failing. And for him to say, I got a political win. I took our troops out of Afghanistan. Guess what? It backfired, folks. America is in distress. America is, is disgraced across this nation, uh, across this world. And you have one person to thank for it. Joe Biden. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. So something else happened on Friday. I mentioned that Biden had a press conference. And he had Kamala Harris. And he had the Secretary of State. I don't even know his name. But he went ahead and he was talking about, you know, Afghanistan and how they're evacuating people and all this. This is carrying over from my first segment, things that I was thinking about. I mentioned in the last segment that nations are laughing at us and they're condemning us for what we're doing. I had a news article this week that the British um, ambassador to Afghanistan was still there. I don't know if he's there now, but he's still there and he's committed to taking out every Britain citizen. But our, our guy that was there at our embassy left. Apparently he came back to Washington, D.C., or he went somewhere else safe while hundreds of thousands of Americans are still in Afghanistan trying to get to the airport to get out. As I said, Biden committed on Friday that, hey, we're going to get everybody out of there. But Jane Psaki and other leaders are saying, we don't know. We don't know how they're going to get there. The Taliban and their checkpoints, they both be allowing U.S. citizens through. But we're hearing reports of them getting beaten up. And Afghanian citizens saying, hey, we can get to the airport. Nope. Y'all going to stop and they beat them up. But Biden on Friday said, hey, we're going to commit to get everybody out of there. But then Biden goes ahead and was asked a question by somebody at the AP. And they asked him, Mr. President, how are you coping with the nations? You know, 
telling, saying how bad we did and how this withdrawal is bad. And Biden was quick. I mean, real quick to say we have not had no intelligence tell us that they're 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 making fun of us. We have no intelligence whatsoever or heard anything. And our, my secretary of state has been on the phone all day. Well, apparently, sir, your secretary of state is not telling you the truth. And you're not watching the news. Because I just mentioned Britain. Uh, France has condemned us. Everybody in this world that is con- the Gene 7th has said that this withdrawal was a, was a mess. But Biden's saying we're going to get together and talk about it. Folks, don't you see the incompetence of this this president? This president does not have all his all everything together up there. Folks, there's a video and I laughed at it and I didn't even think about it, but just now. A Secret Service agent was telling the president, hey, go this way, sir. Please go this way. Biden looked at him like he was a dumbo and kept on going straight. Folks, I, and look, I, I'm gonna say it right up front, I'm not for impeaching. Joe Biden. Now, like I always say that when I say something controversial, you know, get back into your seat. I know you probably fell or your mouth hit the floor. I'm going to explain why. Just in a second. But this, this, this withdrawal shows why we, us conservatives, fear this man being in office. Because first off, this man is not a moderate. And bring him back to one more point. He blamed Trump for everything. But on this one, he says, well, Trump apparently said Trump had a good idea because he fell through with the plan, but didn't do nothing that Trump implemented. And he, I, just, I just like this man, how he's thinking, because how he said that, he said, Trump started this and I had no way to get out of it. But there was contract signed for the, the Keystone Pipeline. And he stopped it. Trump granted permits to golf to the for the people in the gulf of mexico to drill he stopped it the border wall there was contracts to build the border wall stopped it so what was the difference sir Biden, you're the commander-in-chiefs we gotta get them out before the 20th anniversary of 9-11 listen i like i said i think we should get out of there i'm not against that but shoot, for you to go lighter, I got him out before the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Trying to get a political win. That's what I'm seeing here, folks. Biden was failing, so he said, I'm going to get the American trust. Look, it was said this week on Fox News, which I found other polls that had him way lower than 49%. But they were all, they were all fascinated. Biden just went down under 50%. American people don't like how he did the withdrawal. Folks, I was on Corporate Canteen Cup the other day. And they asked me about the citizens of Louisiana. How, and do they have people that, are, that vote blue and that, that voted for Joe Biden? I told them, yes, there is. But it's kind of funny. And this is, how, I, this is how I'm seeing the whole country. Especially with the left-leaning people that voted for Biden. Well, the reason we voted for him was because we didn't like Donald Trump's mean tweets. And... We think he would do better on the economy. We think he would do better on, on the border. We think he would do better in everything. Those same people are telling us today, I can't believe gas prices are up. I can't believe bread and milk and, you know, common goods are all up. All our border is, border is a, it's a, it's a mess down there. There's immigrants coming all over the place. Folks that voted for Biden, you did that. 
which I don't think that I have my, like I said, I don't think 81 million people voted for Biden. I'm just going to say it right there. I'm not saying nothing yet. Nothing else. I don't want Facebook to kick me off. Folks, this is an embarrassment. This was so much of an embarrassment that it embarrassed me to come on this program and talk about it. Because I got to let y'all know what our president is doing. But this is a, this is a left-leaning idea. I just, I, look, I've never been in the military, and I thank everyone that has been in the military. A lot of my close friends that do podcasts and I'm associated with were in the military. And look, I thank them every, I thank them every time I talk to them or every time I think about it. And all these people, and look, and me, I just, I just don't, I don't think I would do that. Hey, what is the best strategy to get out of this country we've been fighting in 20 years against a, a, a terrorist regime? Well, sir, we should take out our people first, and then we should take out the weapons and the, the, the vehicles because, um, you know, they might use that against us, sir. And, you know, let's get all our helpers out of there and our embassy and stuff, and then we can take out the troops. Well, okay. Let's take out the troops before we do anything else, sir. Yeah, let's take out all the troops. But who's going to watch the people that are evacuating? We'll figure that out later. That's what they did, folks. That's what Biden did. Biden said, what's the deadline? Uh, August 31st, sir. Well, let's take out the troops. But, sir, what about everything else? Oh, we can leave them for the Afghanistan. The Afghanistan people are going to take care of them. You know what they did? They said, here you go. During this week, also, I forgot to mention that in the last segment. Biden went ahead and gave them that camp that was out there in the desert. And they they had terrorists. As prisoners, you know what the Taliban did? The fair and make sure that we're going to protect women's rights and everything with their fingers crossed behind their back. Let go terrorists. My good friend, Josh, from Culprits Canteen Cup, me and him was talking through Messenger on Facebook. And he, he sent me the article and we started talking about it. And he said, that's sad. We had to put them in there and they're coming out like that. Folks. I'm going to mention them. Scott Ford, Luke, Roger, and Josh from Culper's Canteen Cup. Thank y'all for serving in the military. And y'all work was not done in vain. I know I've talked to y'all and I've heard that this is gut-wrenching to y'all to see this happening to our country. And it hurts y'all. And I call y'all true Americans and true patriots. Y'all did not fail in Afghanistan. Unfortunately, the poly- and this ain't just, your, just the dim guys. This is to every single U.S. veteran that fought in Afghanistan. Your efforts were not in vain. Dan Mangino said it the best way this week. He said, y'all gave these people freedom for 20 years. Y'all eliminated Osama bin Laden. Y'all eliminated terrorism in that 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 region of the world where they did not know it before. Unfortunately, you had a president in the White House that all your efforts, he just threw down the toilet, but y'all did your job, and I thank y'all for that. I know these guys listen, and that's why I'm saying this, but I say every U.S. veteran out there, listen, I love my country, but I did not feel the call to go into the military. I tell everybody that that wasn't something I desired. But people go ahead and they have the desire. Now, that's a calling on their life. 
and it's a good calling. Unfortunately, we have men and women that don't come back. But the ones that come back, please respect the U.S. veteran. Please respect the people that serve us in our military. You know, and I mentioned this a while back. I believe it was my Memorial Day episode. They paid a sacrifice. Some paid the ultimate sacrifice with their lives. And you know what's sad? People just, just throw them away. This president right here does that, folks. I was not planning on going this, but I need to say it. A president that rather take care of illegal immigrants so he can get the votes in the next election it's, and, and leave our veterans on the side of the road with nothing should never have entered into the White House. People, you, if you say you respect a U.S. veteran or you respect the men and women that wear our uniforms and represent our colors, and you voted for Biden, you need to turn in your citizen card. Because Biden is costing jobs where these men and women that can come back and get a job, he has forfeited. He's setting up illegal immigrants in five-star hotels. Your tax dollars paying for that. But our U.S. veterans on the side of the road Some can't even afford a house. Some can't even afford a bed to sleep in. And I'm sorry I'm yelling, but that makes me angry when I think of men and women that fought in Afghanistan, that fought in Iraq, and being treated like this by this president. I'm very emotional right now, and I just just can't think of... People voted for Joe Biden. And they say, oh, our veterans, our veterans ain't getting what they deserve. No, because he's giving it to the illegal immigrants. Makes me upset. My God, man. It just, look, it's flipped in this country, folks. It's flipped. Especially when I talk about our colors. Things, look, this is the president that's telling uh, Olympians, yes, y'all, sh- y'all, know, y'all, y'all, y'all have the right to protest. Making us look like fools. My God, man. I'm sorry, folks. I'm emotional right now. It just gets me angry when I talk to my friends that are U.S. vets or I talk to veterans in general and they tell me what they suffered. Folks, I I had an uncle that passed away. He was a Vietnam vet. Also had a good friend that, that that died recently that was a U.S. vet. Older gentlemen, of course. These men went into Vietnam and fought. Listen, I'm going to even tell you one more. Blackie Guidry, a good friend of mine, a good brother. I've sung, I've sung with him. i played music with him. If you go on Brothers Just Searching's page and find the testimonies of Blackie Guidry, go listen to that. This man told us stories on the air of his time in Vietnam and how God protected him. But look, these three people that I I mentioned right now, my uncle, my good friend, and Brother Blackie Guidry, have nightmares. And they think about this. Folks, we had people from Iraq come, and they, 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 they were never the same mentally. They seen things that men should not see. But because they loved their country, they went out there in the face of danger, lost friends, lost relatives. And our president... It's putting up immigrants 
in five-star hotels and sending them all over the country to make sure that the Democrats have a better voting base because the American people are tired of this nonsense. That's why his numbers are down to 49% and possibly lower. But you cannot trust the left-wing media. Yes, they did their job this week, but how many know they're going to do their job next week? Makes me sick. I had a whole other planned segment. I might go into that in the third. I'm sorry, folks. This makes me emotional. This makes me angry that I see a country do this. In this White House right now, it is not how we can better the American people. It's how we can benefit everybody else except the American people. This week, it was also brought up that the the booster shot in Biden for sure was trying to. I learned this about left wing people. If they start losing an argument or they get backlash, let's bring around the COVID. People are going to worry about COVID. This president started, oh, we're going to have a booster shot. Look, he was quick to go to the, he was quick to go to the mic for that. Also, did not take no questions because he knew what was coming. The first two press conferences he did since coming back from Camp Davis, he did not take questions. They, they didn't have time to put it on the teleprompter. But he went to COVID. And look, this is the thing. American citizens have to wear masks. Here in Louisiana, we have a mask mandate where our dictator governor is telling us, hey, you have to wear a mask or we're not going to give you benefits. You have to make sure you stay six feet apart. You got to make sure if you get, get vaccinated to stop the Delta variant, are you going to give it to somebody else? But on the border, going back to that, legal immigrants are coming over, proving that they have, uh, they have the COVID-19. And you know what our, you know what our president is doing? He's laying out the welcome mat and saying, come on in guys. America's free. What about that? What about the Delta variant, Mr. President? If you're a legal immigrant, don't worry about it. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative, talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back. Listen, that that segment right there, by far, one of the most emotionals I have ever felt. And probably one of the most hardest ones I had to do. I'm going to promise you, that was on the fly. That was not scripted. Folks, listen, y'all know I get emotional on this podcast. I just hate to see our country the way it is. I lived in a country where it's supposed to represent freedom. And this week, through the President of the United States, 
I'm just seeing the total opposite. I'm just seeing the total opposite of what's supposed to, what this country is supposed to represent. You know what these Afghanistan people are thinking now? Oh, America freed France. America freed Germany. America freed everybody, but they just left us here to die. But what about our American citizens that are still in Afghanistan? What about them? Oh, they pulled out thousands of them, Isaac. Yes, but there's still some there. And apparently, if after August 31st, they're going to be stranded there at the mercy of the Taliban. Like I said, my friend Lauren Collins from I Just Gotta See Some Podcast sent me a video of people getting beaten in the streets. That's why they're clinging on to them hell, uh, airplanes. That's why they're trying to get to the airport. But according to this administration, we don't know if we're going to get them out there. Folks, um, Trump was American first, and we've seen it. But now we got a president that thinks the world first, then our citizens next. This this gets me so angry, folks. And look, what I'm about to tell you right here might make people upset. My 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 people might even think that my judgment is going wrong because I'm so emotional. But I'm about to talk about a subject, and the last segment. I'm sorry, this. That threw it all off. I have something else I had planned for this one. I was going to show the incompetence of this nation and the teachers and everything like some teachers, not all teachers, because there is some there is some teachers out there that are quitting their job because of this COVID-19 crap. And making kids look, even in Louisiana, parents are upset that the governor is trying to force them to wear masks. And when our attorney general, the lawyer of this country, of this state says, hey, they don't have to wear masks. The 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 governor comes on and says, well, you know, he's wrong. I disagree with him. It's funny how every court is agreeing with the attorney general, though. There's teachers that are quitting. There's parents that are rising up telling the government, you cannot go ahead and do, you know, take care of my children. That's our job. But there's some teachers out there, and I have the clips, but I was going to go ahead and show of this lady saying that Trump sucked and that she, they're putting her life in danger. And you better not go ahead and mess with me or get me in trouble because I'll make y'all lives a living hell. Her words. Or make trouble for you or whatever it was. And saying that if you, you know, if you're against gays and lesbians and, and, and homophobes, get out. If you like Trump, get out. If you don't want your vaccination, get out. Well, what happened in, a, what happened in the classroom being an open discussion, folks? Listen, I, I'll have any, I haven't had got asked yet, but I have any leftists. If he wants to come on or she wants to come on and talk, I'll let them talk. We'll have an open discussion. But let me go on a liberal podcast or a liberal show. They won't give me, they, they'll probably cut me off. Look, folks, it happened. Look, next week I'm going to have Pastor Greg Glock on. It's scheduled for me to do an interview with him. And he went ahead and made some comments, and we're probably going to talk about it, about not wearing masks at church. Andrew, uh, Chris Como from CNN called him and asked him, hey, you want to be, okay, can he come interview me? And I know what Chris Como thought, oh, I'm going to put this pastor, this redneck in his place. But you know what happened? He went on Facebook and said, I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to talk. 
They got scared because it was going to make Chris Como look bad. So they canceled the interview. We're going to talk about that next week with Greg Locke. Please be listening. But this teacher was fired. And I, like I said, I wasn't planning on saying, I was planning on it, doing it a little longer. But like I said, they, they, this is why our country's in a mess it is right now, anyway, too. Because of educators like that. But back to my original point. I'm going to make some people upset right now. I'm, I really am. Because I've been hearing the cries of impeaching Joe Biden. I've been hearing the cries way before this Afghanistan stuff started. Republicans were calling because of his incompetence. It's it, his, his lack of leader. Excuse me. His lack of leadership. And folks, this is what getting me upset about all this. Look, and I, you heard my complaints about the president. I just went on two segments bashing this man. Look, and I respect President Biden. I respect the office he holds. I respect he's the president of the United States. But I cannot go stand by behind his microphone and say that I am a conservative commentator or a conservative podcast host and not mention this. This is just incompetence at its finest and hypocrisy at its finest. But I don't think they should impeach Joe Biden. <gasps> like I said, pick up your jaw, get back into your seat after you fall down and listen to my reasoning folks. Or the reason I'm saying this is because this is the word I'm hearing. We impeach Biden. We might get our country back. If we invoke the 25th amendment, we're going to get our country back. Now, I'm going to give you some history on these two amendments or this, this amendment and this impeachment of the, of the president of the United States. I've seen two in my lifetime. I think we heard like two or uh, four. Richard Nixon was facing it. He didn't do it because he resigned. Bill Clinton was impeached but was not convicted by the Senate. Donald Trump twice was impeached by Congress. One, and he was not convicted by, by one that was legitimate, and the other one was a kangaroo trial. We already knew that. And some even Republicans jumped on that bandwagon. Until this day, Republicans are saying Trump would not enter into the White House. They would do whatever is in their power to not get Donald Trump into the White House. Now, I don't think the Founding Fathers started this when they put the impeachment process in the Constitution. But they didn't, I, I, they nine out of 10, they didn't think our country would go ahead and use this political, uh, use this, use impeachment as a political football. The Democrats did it because they could do it because they own both sides of, uh, I think, yeah, both sides of the House and the Senate or whatnot. And they wanted to impeach Donald J. Trump. And that's what the Republicans want to do. They don't like the policies, and I, I agree with them. I don't like the policies either. But this was not to go ahead and be used as a political football. Now, granted, has Biden done impeachable things and evidence? Yes, he has. Same as Bill Clinton. I cannot say for Donald Trump because everything they brought up was hogwash. Oh, I think you're saying that because you're a Republican. No, I'm not. There was no facts for Donald Trump to be impeached. The stuff that he was was supposed to be impeached on was debunked before the trial. One was even said it was unconstitutional. But... He was. From the first day Biden got in there, a representative from the Congress, a lady, um, Taylor, uh, Taylor Merrill Green, I think it was, wanted to impeach Joe Biden. 
because they, he was not the legitimate president. And like I said, I understand because look, I just went over 30, uh, 40 minutes of saying things that I think Trump, uh, Biden did that's ruined this country. But this is uh, impeachment has become a political football. Also, the 25th Amendment is the own cabinet of President Biden think he's not capable of making decisions and he's mentally unstable to be the president of the United States. I don't see that happening. These all Democrats stick together through thick and thin. But these calls for impeachment, should they be called? I, I believe so. They should because Biden has done things wrong. Should they impeach him? No. One, one reason and one reason only, Kamala Harris. Now, Graham Allen, I like Graham Allen. He's a candidate for, uh, I think, South Carolina to be in the, be representing our country in the Capitol in the Congress. Like Graham Allen. Graham Allen's a good guy, listen to his podcasts and everything. But Graham Allen's saying, impeach Biden, impeach, uh, Kamala Harris and tell Nancy Pelosi to resign or to, to remove her of her, of her uh, her speakership. Ladies and gentlemen of this podcast, I'm going to tell you why there's a bad idea for that. One, you cannot remove Nancy Pelosi. Congress has to do that, and it's not going to happen. They are two votes ahead of us in Congress. That's enough to keep Nancy Pelosi. Probably even some Republicans will vote to keep her. The, the, the impeachment of Biden is not going to happen either, in my opinion, because... Of the Democrats. Nancy Pelosi is not going to allow an impeachment trial of Joe Biden. And on the 25th Amendment, if it does happen, Kamala Harris is going to have to sign on that and she'll be the president. But it takes two, I think it takes a majority of his cabinet to agree on that. I have a theory on why these impeachment calls are calling. I believe that Republicans are falling into the hands of the Democrat establishment. Isaac, why you say that? Because from the very beginning, even the great rush, great late Rush Limbaugh said that Kamala Harris will be the president of the United States. He don't know. He didn't know how long. He didn't give a time number. Unfortunately, Rush Limbaugh died before he saw his prophecy. I guess you could say come to come to light. Now I'm thinking of this too because Biden already said, and I even played it on some earlier episodes of the Cajun Conservative. Biden saying that if something, if him and Kamala Harris disagree, he was going to do like he did with Barack Obama and step aside, and he was going to resign. Why would the president resign? Do you remember that interview, ladies and gentlemen? Biden, if Biden does get out of there. It will be because they want Kamala Harris in there. They don't turn their backs because I thought about the media doing their job. But the media does not turn their back on a sitting Democrat president unless it involves a replacement or something to advance their ideology. Biden has been doing a good job at it, but he has not been getting nothing passed. Kamala Harris has been in the background. She is in some other country while we're fighting, fighting Afghanistan or trying to see what happens in Afghanistan. But she is, she's more unpopular than Biden. But I think the Republicans are playing in the hands of the Democrats. I'm not the only one that thinks that way. The Republicans are calling for impeachment of Joe Biden, thinking that it's going to be better, thinking that our country is going to get back. Really? You got Kamala Harris behind him. And do you honestly think they're going to impeach Kamala Harris? 
They're going to open her up with, oh, they're going to welcome her with open arms. Folks, this whole presidential election, this whole presidential scheme, I believe was to put Kamala Harris in there. Look, I can even go a step further. I don't even think it's Kamala Harris or Biden making the decisions. I think it's President Barack Obama. <gasps> Isaac, you have no proof of that. Really? Interview with uh, uh, one of them late show hosts on CBS. Biden, uh, President Obama said, if I can have a little mic and I can have an implant in the, in the ear of the, the guy sitting down, I would do it. It has been said that Barack Obama calls Joe Biden on a regular basis. Not weekly, not monthly, I believe every day. So you tell me who's calling the shots. Listen, if... Look, I want Biden out of there more than anything. Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm not advocating for him to stay in office. I think he should not be in office. As I said, I don't think 81 million Americans voted for this man. But folks, this is the cards that we've been dealt with, unfortunately. But if you think that Kamala Harris is going to make a better president than Joe Biden, you're a couple of fries short of a Happy Meal. I'm not trying to offend my audience. I'm, not try- I'm just trying to make you see the light right here. These calls for impeachment should not happen because do you really think we need a better country under Kamala Harris? Do you really think Kamala Harris is going to go ahead and overturn everything Biden has done so far? Unfortunately, no. Folks, this is, this is just the beginning. Look, we're not even, we're not even a year into Biden's, uh, Biden's term. This is why I'm telling people don't focus on the 2024 election, (gasps) which pick up your jaw, get back on your chair, please. Because I'm going to give you a reason. People are so focused on the 2024 election. I'm seeing Trump flags. Trump 2024. Oh, when Trump gets back in there, we're going to be fine. Trump's going to fix everything. You're worried about a presidential election that's three years away. When we have a 2022 congressional and Senate races happening We need to take over the Senate and we need to take over Congress. Will they change everything? No. I'm sorry. I lost faith in these guys and these women a long time ago. These men and ladies that are in that are in Congress and in the Senate, they have failed us multiple times. Well, Isaac, how you could say that? Oh, I think mine doing a pretty good job. Hey, all my congressional leaders are doing good. Clay Higgins and uh, Julie Letlow and, you know, uh, Steve Scalise. I'm happy with them. Bill Cassidy, that's a prime example of politicians failing you. Running on the coattails that Donald Trump's gonna I'm Donald Trump's guy. I'm Donald Trump's guy. I'm Donald Trump. Yeah, me and Donald Trump are like this, man. Right after the election, Donald Trump should be impeached. <laughs> Folks, politicians fail us. And I'm not saying the the, the close but the say the better chance to save our country, you need to focus on that twenty twenty two election. And I said this on Culper's Canting Tup. Please, hey, talking about that, go listen to that episode, but also go subscribe to their podcast. Go subscribe to their YouTube channel. Blow up their likes. Blow up their, their subscriptions, everything. Please do that for me. Great group of guys. I mentioned them a few times in this podcast. But I said it on there. I said if the Republicans do not win in 2022, we don't know if we're going to have a 2024. And folks, the way that Biden, Biden said something that caught my eye the other day. He said, 
I didn't want a fifth president dealing with Afghanistan. Like he cares so much for the Republican presidents to begin with. But he didn't want a fifth president. What, why was he saying it? Remember I was talking about this impeachment 25th Amendment. I think the Republicans are falling in the Democrats' lap because they're falling right into their plans. Republicans are really good at following, not leading, but following. He said, I didn't want this to fall into another a fifth president. Either he isn't running in 2024 or they got something under their sleeve and they told Biden, Biden, unfortunately, we're going to throw you under the dogs. We're going to throw you under the bus. We're going to give you to the dogs and we're just going to need Kamala Harris to step right in. Folks, he, he, he's, he might not run in 20. He might not make it to 2024. Because he, look, he, he, President Biden... He's losing it, folks. I'm sorry. An 80-year-old person. I'm just not talking about the president. I'm talking about the Speaker of the House. I'm talking about every old fort that is sitting in Congress and in the Senate. If you're in your 80s, retire. Go live your life. I don't care what your policy is. If these people are getting senile, you're literally giving the country to insane people. And I'm not, try- I'm not trying to talk bad about our senior citizens, folks. I'm not. I'm 28 years old. I'm starting to forget things. That's sad. I got a lot of stuff going on, but hey. Folks, there's a plan. And this impeachment thing, this, this whole... Folks, this is dangerous. This is dangerous what's going on. Now, look, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm not trust. Like I said, back to the 2022 election. I'm not putting my faith... In politicians, I've lost all faith in them. You know what's going to really change this nation? And I'm going to go ahead and give you one gospel truth. Jesus Christ is going to change this nation. I wish every single congressman, every single congress lady, every senator, and our president, our vice president, his secretary of state, them would all find Jesus and say, hey, let's sweep this country with revival. But this shows that if our country is led by evil people, it's going to fall. The only hope I have is in Jesus Christ and Him alone. He's the only one that can fix this nation, folks. Turn your heart to Jesus. If you're waiting on Trump, if you're waiting on the Congress people to be uh, to change all this, you're going to be waiting a long time. Jesus is the only one that can fix. We need to pray for revival. I want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Cajun Conservative Show. Please hit like. Please subscribe. Please go ahead and share with your friends. Look me up at the Cajun Conservative Show on Facebook. You can email me at the Cajun Conservative 5 at gmail.com if you have any questions or concerns. Until next week, be blessed, be encouraged, and you have a great one.